0: All right. Well, Welcome back to the daily episodes of your daily dose of grace. Again, I'm Pastor Nathan Hurst. It's glad to have you with us this morning. And as you're checking in online, or as you watch later on, uh, make sure to comment, let us know that you're there with us. Uh, I know that things get crazy as uh, life is moving on. So uh, let us know what you think and uh, everything that's going on there. So we're super excited about what's going on in the church. Uh, I could say that there's a lot of cool things coming up if you're part of Grace Family Church. Uh, the Women's Conference is coming up pretty soon. You want to make sure you connect with that. Pastor Debbie Lowe will be here. In fact, uh, in a few episodes, I'm going to start talking a little bit more about that and let you know how you can be a part of it. Uh, but Pastor Debbie Lowe is a great woman of God who uh, her and her husband pastor a church, I believe, in Warsaw, Indiana. But uh, if the, if the name of the town's wrong, I apologize. But I believe it's Warsaw, Indiana. it's where my wife did her internship. It's where her family had gone to church for many years, and it's just a great group of people who have done a lot for the kingdom of God here in the Midwest. So uh, you want to join us for that. Her story is super compelling. Uh, They've been featured on the 700 Club and and other uh, ministry uh, channels uh, throughout the United States. It's just been a great time uh, for them to connect with other people and share their story. So you definitely want to be a part of that if you have the opportunity. Well, today... Uh, specifically, I want to talk about this idea of one man's redemption, and in fact, I'm going to read a portion—a very small portion—of one of my favorite books by Gustav Allem. Uh, this uh, this book is called Christus Victor. Yeah, if you're if you're looking for a good read, it's a nerdy theological read, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, like hide anything in that. If you aren't into nerdy theological stuff, this might not be the book for you. For you, you might think it's a little too dry. Uh, it, yeah, It is pretty dry, but it really gets across some of the basic tenets of what we believe as Christians and what Jesus did on the cross. And in fact, that's what one of the things I want to talk about today that I think is super important. So these are Gustav Alam's words, and, and they're really, really interesting um, here. And it says, the work of redemption is accomplished by Christ as man, as a man. That Christ as man, from man's side, makes an acceptable offering to God. That's important. From man's side, makes an acceptable offering to God. It says this, if man had not defeated the enemy of man, the enemy would not have been fairly or justly overcome. Again, if God had not bestowed salvation, we should not possess it securely. And if man had not been united with God, he would not have been able to become partakers in immortality. For the mediator between God and man must, through his relation to both, bring both together into friendship and in accord that he might both present man to God and that man might learn to know God. This is one of the coolest statements I think we see of redemption in the Bible. Because it's not about what we're classically taught about redemption, right? You're a filthy, dirty sinner. You filthy, dirty sinner. If you'd finally get the filthy, dirty sin out of your life, then finally God would have something to work with and you could possibly be redeemed. It's a different stance that the work or the idea of Christus Victor takes. So if you if you remember, if you've been a part of the church very long, if you've had some theological training, you remember there's about seven different theories of atonement. What we mean by theory of atonement is simply when we say Jesus died for my sin, what are we saying, right? That's the idea of atonement. So there's Christus Victor, which is what the book is about. Uh, there's the idea of penal substitutionary atonement theory. There's uh, ransom theory recapitulation. We could go on. Well, this particular idea of Christus Victor, in regard to atonement theory, doesn't say that Lady Justice needed to be satisfied for us to be saved and to be forgiven. That God can forgive simply because he's God. He doesn't need to appease anyone. He's God. He's sovereign. When he wants to forgive, he can forgive. A great illustration of that is when Jesus gave us the story of the prodigal son. The prodigal son wastes all his family money, comes to himself after he's basically wished death to his father, comes to himself and says, even the servants in my father's house eat better than I'm eating now after I've gone and spent it all and I've lived wildly. Then he comes home. He comes home, the father sees him and what does the father do? The father runs to the son. Now we don't see anywhere in the story where the father, because he's so indignant and so mad and because justice must be served, and this boy or someone must be punished. Runs out to the stables, finds some servant boy, and beats the snot out of him to justify the forgiveness of the younger son. We don't see that happening. What we see in the story is that as a reflection of God, the father moves out to that boy, throws his robe around him, puts a ring on his finger, signifying that he's covered and that he's now has the authority of the father. And then the love is expressed as he kisses the young man on the face and he welcomes him back in. That's what Christus Victor centers around. The idea that God is going to forgive, can forgive just because he's God. But it takes it a step further and says this, that the work of redemption is accomplished by Jesus Christ as man. That Jesus Christ came to this earth fully man, fully God. And it really goes on and reads here that if he had not come as man or defeated the enemy as a man, then the enemy would not have been justly dealt with. There's the justice we're looking for at the cross. That the reason that Jesus' work is powerful is because he's a man. He came in flesh and blood. He defeats sin death, hell, and the grave, anything that would hang on us that isn't of heaven itself. He defeats it, shakes it off, but he accomplishes that not as God simply, but as man, as man, as someone like you and I, someone, a person, a flesh and blood like you and I. Now, sure, he's divine, but he's also all man. He he suffered in every way that we would suffer. He was tempted in every way that we would would be tempted that Jesus himself really understood and knew this life as a human person. See, it's incredibly important if we're to understand how we're redeemed and how we can set the world to right, that we understand we do it all through people first. You don't just pray to heaven and hope that somehow it fixes itself and the problems of life go away. You understand that as a human person, you've been gifted and granted authority from heaven, that you have right in your own life, that you have right in the circle of influence and sphere that you're a part of to speak the life of God into that situation. In fact, it goes on here. And again, this isn't Bible. These are the words uh, written in this book, but it points to something very, very important. And we could pull out the nuggets of scripture if we need to. And it says this, and if man had not been united with God, he would not have been able to become partakers in in, in immortality. That the reason that we can actually receive... The gift of immortality, the backside of the cross, the salvation that Jesus offers to find heaven as our home when this life is over with our faith in Christ. The reason that we can receive that full on and wholeheartedly is because we're united with that mediator. We're united with Jesus Christ based on his flesh and blood that he didn't come just as a deity. He didn't just come as a God entity dispensing with all the evils of the world, but he came human flesh and blood so that we could be partakers in it. Listen, anytime you get frustrated, life isn't happening the way you want to. Anytime you get frustrated, health isn't coming the way you want to. Anytime you get offset, the prosperity of God isn't fulfilled in your life the way you expect. Anytime you believe that any of the promises in the Bible are not coming true the way they should, It's real simple. Understand, you are a child of God. You are are akin to God through Christ Jesus. Your human flesh and frailty has been bolstered up under the weight of the cross, and now you have right. Now you have privilege. Now you have the authority that comes through what Christ did on the cross. So sickness has no reason to hang around. As it says here, all that was accomplished Happen because we have been in union with him and we are partakers in that immortality that partakers in that immortality not just when we pass from this earth to the next but partakers in immortality because even right now god is setting the world to right Listen, that's the whole idea of the Lord's Prayer. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When Jesus taught the disciples to pray that, he was expecting that they understood that the kingdom of heaven coming to the earth would happen first in them, that they would be those who set the world to right. That they would be those who ushered in the kingdom through their personhood, through who they are, in every means, in every facet. That they would bring healing to those who are sick and who are oppressed. That they would bring prosperity to those who are down and out and can't seem to scrape together two nickels to get their life right. That they would bring healing to the brokenhearted and those who are depressed. That they would bring the authority of heaven and walk in the authority of heaven here on earth. I'm going to be honest. I think we've lost this message, this idea of Christus Victor. Christus Victor is just a nice Latin term to say that Jesus Christ is the victory, not that he wins a victory. Not that he gains a victory, but like what we read today, not that we are partakers in part of the victory, but he is the victory. Jesus Christ is the victory. And through him, we partake, we have hold, we take hold of the victory. So today in any area of your life that's not going right, understand that Jesus is the mediator that sets everything to right. Why? Because he's the son of God. Jesus is the mediator that sets the world to right because he is... In human flesh, Jesus Christ is the mediator that fixes all of our problems, and we can have faith that God will do what He said He would do. Why is that? Not because He's just God on high, but because He's God Man, and we have right as human persons to partake in that. In fact, we have such a divine right that you can't separate it. That you and I must understand that we are to partake in that divine authority from heaven as human persons. Not wait for this life to be over to finally gain access and entry and authority that's been gifted from heaven. But to know right here, right now, even when you don't feel like it, even when it doesn't look right, even when your body is broken, even when you look at yourself as just a dismal human experience, understand that even in these moments, that's when Christ is glorified the most. We understand that even scripture writes, in my weakness, he is made strong. He's only made strong because he's gone through exactly what you have feel, have felt and understand and are going through in your human experience. Yet he conquered and overcame all. So we want to encourage you. Oh my goodness, dog's going nuts. Who knew that was going to happen? She was just sleeping just a second ago. Anyway, we want to encourage you and we want everyone to understand this is where... The Holy Spirit is leading us to be those who, are, who really understand and have the presence and the power of God on our side. Amen. I want to encourage you to live in that one man's redemption. Live in understanding that Jesus Christ is the redeeming factor for your life, and he will put the broken pieces back together. Amen. Man, i hope this encouraged you and i hope episodes like this continue to continue to encourage you Uh, i know that life is busy at times and sometimes man, we can't get to them live but that's all right go back rewind look at the uh look at the episodes as they come Man, i gotta grab her because she's going all kinds of nuts who knew i don't know what's out there but that dog's pretty excited anyway it's what you get when you bring the dog to work with you i guess anyway uh again we want to encourage you guys man just understand and know all that God's offering you at the foot of the cross because it's a life. It is authority. It is peace. It is healing. It is prosperity in levels that you could never imagine on your own. So take heart in knowing that this life and what you're experiencing right now is not it, but that God has better things for you in store ahead in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, we love you. We're excited again for you. To take hold of this message really, really, Get it dug deep into your heart. Let those seeds germinate and be dug deep in your heart. And I want to encourage you, study this, rewind this episode, go over it, think about it. Think about the words that are spoken, because I know some of them are big and heavy and deep, but that's okay. Go over it a few times until you get at what they're saying, that you have the true authority of the believer, because Jesus Christ came not just as a son of God, But he came as a human person, just like you and I. And we can live in that same set of authority and privileges and rights that he lived in on planet Earth. That we can have that same sense of power because he's accomplished everything that we need to at the cross. And our enemy has finally been vanquished. Amen. Amen. We thank you guys for joining us and we'll see you next time.